And the White Sox did today sign Andrew Benintendi, officially, which was some good news. I contended last week when the report came out that this was a great signing, and now it's been made official. So five-year, $75 million contract for Andrew Benintendi, largest contract ever they've given out, which says something. They are a Chicago team, I'm just saying. Five-year, $75 million, though, for Andrew Benintendi. I remember him in his Boston Red Sox days, another guy that White Sox could have traded for instead of Yohan Moncada. Benintendi was so solid out in Boston for a couple of years. I mean, I remember his rookie year, he came on the scene, and then 2017 and 2018 were great, kind of regressed a little bit. But went to KC and picked things back up, and last year suffered a power outage, but a stroke of genius when it comes to batting average. Only five home runs in 126 games. You might be wondering what the hell what, what the hell are the White Sox doing here, but hit 304. Had 120 OPS plus. So 20% better than every hitter in Major League Baseball, which is, in my opinion, near elite, if not elite. You could count it as that. And was hitting 320 with the Royals before being traded to New York, and then hit 254. Andrew Benintendi is a talented player. He's an all-star. He's a Gold Glove Award winner. He's a Rookie of the Year runner-up. I think a lot of people underestimate what he's going to bring to the table for the White Sox. I think a lot of people don't know the name, don't know about him. They saw him this year. They said, okay, he can hit for average. What else can he do? So if Andrew Benintendi, the lefty, quote, unquote, keyword, is going to be playing at U.S. Cellular or Guaranteed Rate Field, he will hit home runs. He will. Short porch, shot right field. I can realistically see Andrew Benintendi hitting 20 home runs, hitting 305 again, or 300, 290, cashing in 70, 80 RBIs, and playing gold glove defense. I think it's an excellent signing by the White Sox. They targeted their guy right. Remember, too, this had something to do with the manager, Pedro Grafal. Grafal last year was coaching Benintendi on the Royals and the Majors. Grafal wasn't the manager, but he was a bench coach. They knew each other, and Grafal, the manager, had a big role in recruiting Benintendi to come play for the White Sox. When have you heard about that in Major League Baseball or for this White Sox team? I supported Tony La Russa, but I'll tell you what, he didn't recruit anybody to come play for this team. <laughs> Nobody wanted to play for the White Sox with Tony La Russa, unfortunately. Nobody did. Pedro Grafal, he's out here using his recruiting tactics and bringing in some top talent. I think that's commendable. For somebody who hasn't even managed a game for this team yet, I think it's already a great improvement in that aspect over Tony La Russa. I know La Russa is a Hall of Famer, and I like La Russa. I still do. I, it's unfortunate to see how things ended for him here in Chicago. But when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to a little bit more youth and maybe connecting more with these younger players, Grafol has it. I mean, Grafol brought over a top player in baseball. Andrew Benintendi is a top 100 player, no question. Brought him over. Convinced him to come over. Convinced Jerry Reinsdorf to pay the money. Rick Hahn to go along with it. And Benintendi himself to say, you know what? I'm going to move everything from New York to Chicago and come play here for a long time. I mean, really think about that. Think about the lengths that Grafol went to to bring in a top player like Benintendi. That's impressive to me. I think that's great. 
Bring in somebody who you know you can trust, somebody who you're familiar with, somebody who you know what you can get out of. You know he's going to hit 300. You know he might hit for about 20 home runs in a normal year. Maybe 70, 80 RB, RBIs. I think that's impressive. I think it's something to consider. So, I love the move. And here's a controversial point. I guess that's why we're on the air, right? The Andrew Benatendi move, to me, is a better one than the Dansby Swanson move. I'll stand by that all day long. Because Andrew Benatendi is going to continue to produce, produce, produce for such a low cost. It's not even funny. Andrew Benatendi, if if Dansby Swanson's getting that much money, I know he's playing shortstop, middle infield. But let's just say if we're looking purely at offensive numbers, Andrew Benintendi should have been getting $200 million. I'm just saying. I think the White Sox spent way better money, spent it more wisely than the Cubs. And although Sox fans may say, well, it's not a lot of money, and they're not in on Carlos Correa, and they're not spending money on this, White Sox fans love to complain. They have partially a reason why, but this was a great signing and nothing to complain about. I mean, you cannot complain about this. You can't complain about somebody who's going to produce for you, and you know it, based on the past, based on his entire career. Andrew Benintendi's had one bad year. He's always been good. He's always been solid. He hasn't been a superstar. He hasn't been elite, per se, although last year you could argue maybe, as far as batting average goes. But he's always been solid. He's always produced. Tansby Swanson hasn't. The Cubs made a riskier move and put too much money into somebody with so many risks. This was a smart move. This was a steal this offseason. It really was. I think it was great. I think the White Sox won out. I think he's going to be such a great addition to this team. They needed an outfielder, too. You know, last year was supposed to be A.J. Pollock. White Sox made a trade. They traded Craig Kimbrell for A.J. Pollock straight up before the season. And I love that move, too. I know A.J. Pollock. A.J. Pollock has always been solid. But for some reason, he just did not catch on with the White Sox last year at all. And they had the Billy Hamilton experiment, and Billy Hamilton's always a good runner but never a good hitter. No offense to him, I like Billy Hamilton. But, I mean, his career batting average is like 230, and his career on base is like 280. (laughs) So you knew that wasn't going to work either. The White Sox had so many issues in the outfield last year and at second base, and they still haven't really addressed that fully. It's going to be Larry Garcia again with a 66 OPS plus, one of the worst qualified hitters in all of baseball last year. But this was a need. This was a gap that needed to be filled, and the White Sox did a great job at doing what they needed to do. They didn't overpay. They stuck to their guns. Everybody approved of it. The manager recruited it and made it happen. Out of all of that, they brought in a quality player who is going to hit, who may hit for a little bit of power, who's going to play gold club defense. I have no complaints with this, and I will still contend whether people like to hear it or not. Cubs fans are going to kill me for this. They already have. I've heard it already. But Andrew Benintendi, way better signing than Dansby Swanson. There is no debate. There's no question. I think it makes so much sense based on money, based on past talent, based on history, based on what could come. 
and potential and based on fit. Andrew Benintendi's playing for somebody who he likes. He's playing for somebody he knows intimately, personally, very, very well. They know each other so well. Great move. He's going to be so comfortable. So comfortable. And he's playing at a short porch, right field. As a lefty, I think it's going to be outstanding. Whatever is going to come for him is going to be outstanding. There is no question about it. I think it's going to be great. Take a look at some of your comments here once more before we wrap up the hour here. Be wicked. You guys should trade for Brian Reynolds and give my Pirates some top prospect pitchers so we have a chance at winning. I don't know when the Pirates are going to be good again, Be wicked. And we talk about this in the Bears live stream all the time. I don't know when they're going to be good again. And it sucks because I grew up watching the Pirates suck for so long, then be good. 2012, 2013, 2014, the Andrew McCutcheons, the Starling Martins, A.J. Burnett's, right? They were good. I enjoyed watching the Pirates. And then back to mediocrity they go. And it's unfortunate for them. And we get a new owner, says Be Wicked. Yeah. Hopefully, right? Aaron, hanging with me. Love all the comments, brother. Steel was signing for the White Sox. I think Age was catching up with Tony LaRusso. And Swanson's agent is Scott Boris, Aaron. So, I mean, that's why the Cubs overpaid for him. <laughs> and Aaron, uh, Billy Hamilton's another Joey Gathright. All speed, but holes in their bat. Another guy, uh, Quentin Barry. Remember Quentin Barry? Speedster. Good player. Good defender, but just... Could not hit. Joey Gathright. Remember him? Cubs player. I remember Joey Gathright. Remember when they brought him in? Speech there. I remember, and maybe you do too, Aaron. Uh, Joey Gathright, they did a promo on a Cubs game. This was like 2009 where they showed him jumping over cars. Like, I guess he was a parkour artist. Jumped over like four cars in a row due to his speed. Jumping over everything. Joey Gathright was a talented person. Not just a baseball player. Talented person. Yeah, you do remember that video, see? I know it's not just me. <laughs> and Aaron, you also said you're entitled to that opinion, John. Andrew was a good signing for the South Side. Certainly was. I think it was a great move. I think it's going to be one of the steals of the offseason. When we look back on the 2023 season in September, October, and we look at all the teams that spent all this money and all these players, some of them are going to pan out, some of them won't. It's the nature of the business. I think we will be talking about Andrew Benintendi a lot, in a good way. I think it's going to be a very positive thing. I really believe it. 